Hey, bro, you know what? March, April, May, June, July, and about to be August. Have in common, bro? The fact that I still don't have your goddamn album. Why? I don't understand this process, dog. Like, you got... Yo, everybody was bumping your last shit. You don't want to get your next shit out? You don't care? You don't care that they want to hear your next shit? You just that good, huh? That must be your whole thing, man. Man, you got until Friday, bro. I'm not asking no more, dog. You got until Friday. I'm not asking no more. Rolling up. Get high for the lows, lows, lows. You move too fast, you need to slow it up. Ease your mind, take it slow, slow, slow. I know, I know, I done been through some things, but I'm still right here. Through the hurt, through the pain, overcame my fears. I must be growing up. Maybe not, I don't know. No, no, okay, okay, well. What's up, what's up, my niggas? And that's N E G U S. This is New Age Lee. I'm a revolutionary soul with an intellectual mind using the stars to get what's mine. And this is Black Innovation. I cannot believe 2021 is almost done. As the seasons change and we are nearing the end of the year, this is a great time for self-reflection before one last mad dash to the finish line. If you haven't already, please take a moment to congratulate yourself for making it this far. Life these past few years has not been easy, but despite all the craziness, we are still here. Look at us, adulting and shit, paying bills and things, Keeping sane, even though it would be so much easier to just lose it. Good and bad, up and down. We may not be perfect, but we are present. Cheers. With that being said, we still have two months to rethink and refocus our goals. On January 1st, what do you want to say you've accomplished? Whether big or small, it all starts with one step. On this episode, I'm cooking with a dynamic couple who bring both sweet and spice to the table. Maize and sunflower are definitely going to give you some food for thought. We're talking borders, boundaries, and best practices. Now, as usual, please keep in mind, this show is not meant to tell you what to do or how to live your life. No, this show is meant to encourage and support your free thought. Take what you need, leave what you don't. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I introduce to you Season 2, Episode 8, Take It Easy. Enjoy. We gotta see how McDonald's yeah, goes. I'm trying to test it crazy. Okay. I'm trying to test it crazy. Fuck, it's McDonald's. Fuck, okay. Okay, I know how I, you know. Yeah. Spice. Look, spice. <laughs> 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 
you can still <laughs> handle it without being mad. Shoot, one of my exes, uh, they invited me to pizza, and I was like, I was over 21. I'm like, she got drank. I found out she was 19. I was like, oh, oh, that's fine. Morning sides, man. For everybody, because these fucking middle schoolers are wearing big lashes. Like, what? These predators are having the time of their life. My mom said I could wear black eyeliner at the bottom (laughs) in the ninth grade. But I never wore, I did it like one time and then I didn't really wear makeup till senior year. No, but I mean, it's also very, social media is like, ta-da, like, we have MySpace and then we have Facebook, but it still wasn't that centered around these likes, these appearances. On MySpace, that's what it was. (laughs) But I like that code you use. Where did you get your background at? Got the little smoke, got the strolling words with the glitter. Okay, so rude. But, um. I came up with y'all's code names. Can I do Sour Patch Kids? Yeah. What do y'all think? Would you rather sunflower? Oh. I mean, I have to say that every time because it's just sunflower. Yeah, yeah I like that. Yo, give me the a better vibe. I wanted to find a Pandora radio station like that and I can't figure out what to really put in because when southern I put in hip-hop. okay southern hip-hop but there's so much I want to talk about this chick whose husband is trying to mourn over his mistress Oh yeah. I want to talk about these COVID streets. I want to talk about these Haitians at the border or on their way over. Oh, did you hear that? They attacked. I missed it. What happened? Like, I don't think they tried to kill them. They just came in. Hey, we ain't never going back. Take us back. They were the ones that were getting deported. Yeah, they're trying to send them back. Honestly, yeah, I don't feel like I knew this was going on. When I was trying to look into it, it seems like this has been going on since 2010. They had a big ass earthquake there, so people started migrating. They said like 1.5 million people, but at first they were just chilling in South America, like they went to Chile and Brazil and shit, and they opened their borders to them because they're like, all right, cheap labor. But apparently it's two things. So some people say, oh, well, COVID and the economy, people don't have jobs, so that's why they're migrating here now. And the other side of the story is that America was always the end goal, but I don't know. I feel like I wasn't aware of this big mass of displaced people that was slowly moving <laughs> toward I us. I wasn't aware either. You know, we're in America, so we were like, oh, ain't nobody coming into our country like that. <laughs> Yeah, 15,000 people just left. I know, they, they, they found their way, okay? <laughs> Mexico let them through, and too. Yep, right this way. Yeah. That's that's them up there. Yep, go ahead, go ahead. You said the housing market, too, is terrible right now. It's, it's really bad.
And they went ahead and bought up the houses over here and made it expensive to live in. So, but, uh, you know, I'm sure the farmers are going to be happy to have workers. The great country of Texas. Yeah. In my class today, I just got a new student. And she was like, Miss, I have two questions for you. So first question, I heard y'all have a different schedule on Wednesday. Go, so, yeah, we have study halls, so blah, 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 blah. She was like, okay, second question. Why does Texas have a pledge? This is Texas, and that's kind of how we are. Like, we used to be a country, you know what I mean? We definitely feel ourselves like that, you know. Welcome. I'm sorry, other Welcome. states don't have it. I know, right? <laughs> I assumed other states had it. But, I mean, they probably have one, but they probably don't make them say them in school. So you don't fuck around. You don't have that Texas pride. No, you're gonna say talking about. This is the only state that has their flag hang as high as any other. Even though we had our little snow vid and our little power shit shut the fuck down, doing relay races to the microwaves. Country. Country state. <laughs> country state. Oh my. Sadly enough, I feel like if the country fell apart, Texas would probably be the most stable state left around. Really. We were talking about the vaccine, which I was saying fully vaccinated, but I understand why people aren't vaccinated, especially in terms of like the why black people. We were tested on. You know what I'm saying? There were things done. People could research that. They test on us before. How do I know what it is? You know, and everybody has their argument because, like, we don't really know what's in a McDonald's burger. Like, no. but we eat that shit anyway. No. But I'm just the saying. McRib. I'm just. I'm just saying. The McRib, like, mystery meat. I mean, I'm just saying. Sunflowers. This is sunflowers. Oh, that's right. Spoken. Getting it in. Talking that real oh, shit. Oh no, no, no. Okay, you got all eat those. You got two oh. coming. I, got... I guess when she's a little feisty, it sounds bad. <laughs> but, you know, when she's sunflower. That's right. You also have to remind me of the code name so I can go back. That's why I, that's why I had it. So I can go back to a minute to get. I mean, my whole point is just I don't care what people do. You can do research just like I do research. If you choose to do it, then okay. If you don't, then okay, I'm wearing my mask. Social distance like I've been doing, like I didn't get COVID then. Now that I'm protected, I should be getting out. Mm. I mean, I respect everybody's decision. I think that's people's problem. They don't know how to respect boundaries, yes. and they don't know how to respect other people's no's. I'm okay. Can you respect the fact that I said no? I don't have to do it just because you do it. Exactly. You know? But I think that, like you were saying earlier, there's it's very polarized for no reason. Yeah. People are very feisty about it for no reason, yeah. and it just pushes the other side even more. Meanwhile, most people are really probably chilling in the middle. I got a lot of friends that are half vaccinated because they're like somebody was talking <laughs> shit to them. So they got the first one, but now they don't want to get the second one. I got friends that are fully vaccinated. I got friends that ain't vaccinated. A lot of people are just chilling in the middle, yeah. you know? But then these other people are really polarized. It's, it's fear mongering on both sides. We, in our decision, one was Sunflower was hearing stuff from a doctor about different situations with women and stuff for how they were dying losing babies and things like that. Mm -hmm. Then we prayed about it. We prayed about it. We also heard from a religious source that we hold very true to ourselves. And 98% of them were vaccinated. Once I had my prayer and then I seen that, that's when I was like, okay, I got to make my move. I was nervous when I got the first shot. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> please don't let me die. But after that, okay, I'm good. The second one, I was out for two days. I mean, I was tired. Like, I felt like 
exhausted. I just wanted to sleep all day. Everyone always says that second one is like thrilling. Yeah. I'm happy it was only that. I had heard different things. Like family members that at first got it, a little sick, kind of like a cold or whatever. But with me, it was just fatigue. He was out for a day. I was out for two days. <laughs> and yeah, and it was four. Other than that, it was something fun. If you're trying to make a choice on who to trust, to watch their reaction, how yeah. they're delivering their message. A lot of times, how they respond to me, not agreeing with it. Yeah, like yeah. they have this utter disrespect and demonizes people. Say a lot of times you can take a step back and look at the source. You need to do some research on what they're saying. A lot of times when somebody's mal-tempered and they don't get aggressive with their point of view, either one, they may have a change of mind or they're very centered and know what they're talking about. So they don't have to be defensive of what they're saying. If you know where you stand, you don't have to defend it. I've always been able with my friends. I don't mind talking about religion. I'm neutral politically, but I feel like you should be open to talk about that, genuinely. Well, the thing is, a lot of times when we try to give advice, sometimes we try to control the narrative. Yep. I catch myself going. I'm learning, I have to take a step back. Oh, wait, I'm trying to control the narrative. Whenever you give advice, most of the time, you are also the person that needs that advice. Yeah. And the reality is, you get way more bang for your buck if you take your own advice, Versus you giving someone else advice. Yeah. You're right. That is a good thing to do. But are you even doing it? Yeah. I'm hearing you guys. I'm just looking at these McDonald's here. We're wondering why. Why is she got quiet? Okay. Yeah, bro. When, you, when it's about food, like, oh, no, no, I'm a fatty. Like, I'm probably the only person that watched, like, Super Size Me and was like, mm, this makes me want some McDonald's. <laughs> I'm like, that fry tastes good, too, you know? So McDonald's used to have the best rides. Oh. Remember, as a kid, they got us hooked up those sweet teas for a dollar. Oh my goodness! And then they, they took it away from us. McDonald's has been taken away. It's at the participating location. Oh, is it really? Because yeah. it's not participating. <laughs> that is not a part of their plan. I got a free large fry with no purchase necessary. That's like you can only use one a day. Uh, I don't know. Even Whataburger has like a little three-hour waiting period. Whataburger actually do it for every breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, I'm like, wow. What? Somebody probably is, man. Somebody probably do. Some man out there without a wife, some chick, too lazy to cook. People are doing that to save money and going buying houses or whatever. Okay, that's what they did. Some college girl said, she's like, this is my plan, so in the next five years, I can just pay my house. If a black person is eating at McDonald's every day, it is not to save money so they can buy a house, in my opinion. But I'm also a racist because I was born in America. So. I was trying to ask my Mexican friend the other day, do you feel like, oh, I got to raise my kids in a Mexican neighborhood? And she was like, no, you want to be in Mexican-American neighborhoods. I'm like, oh shit. It ain't just black people trying to get out the hood. I'm like, shit, I'm whooping the niggas either, girl. <laughs> <laughs> no drive-bys for me, please. Yeah, no. Right. She called me on the east side one time. We just saw this dude. He was just talking stuff to the dude across the street. Didn't know one was drunk. The dude across the street was saying, like, you can do it. I'm going to fight. Five seconds later, one car pulls out. 
Everybody gets out the car. Then another car pulls up from the other side. Then just boom, they just started beating his ass, like in the middle of the street. Yeah, in front of his kids, his kids were in the car. They were just like, oh, we don't care. We're about to let you know right now. <laughs> but how fucking bored are you? You don't have nothing to do with your time. It is better than the drive by. I mean, at some point, niggas was out there painting up each other. So those things hurt. That's Especially true. when they be uh, freezing them. We gotta talk about this chick real quick. You explain the story better. So, pretty much, the husband was cheating on the wife. Was it three years? Three years. Three years with the mistress who was married mm-hmm. and ended up passing away in a car accident. But she was pregnant. He didn't know she was pregnant with his baby or her husband's baby. So he was mourning the loss and wanted to go to counseling. He's waking up at three in the morning, crying, shaking because he misses his mistress. Yeah, you know, one, I don't give a fuck about your mistress. He's like, I want to be there for you. But how about we go to marriage counseling? Like, no, I don't want to go to marriage counseling. Right. He'd rather go to grief counseling right. to deal with the grief of of losing his so mistress. He said she shouldn't be jealous or mad at because she's dead. <laughs> so, but I'm trying to find out how much was you fucking and seeing this mistress that you so fucking sad. I haven't really figured it out. No, but I mean, how often were they like linking up like that? Must have been very often. Because <laughs> he real down bad. First of all, you have a mistress for three years. You say, well, we, can we go to marriage counseling? So you don't want to do marriage counseling? Now, wait a minute. You're not, about to, <laughs> you're not about to wake me up in the middle of the night. No, because they uh, have to look at through. Crying about someone that you were cheating on me with for three years that I had no idea about. And that's sunflower. <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's very peaceful. Because the way sour paths can go. I mean, like, she was nice because she's like, I want to be there for him, you know. But he ain't trying to be there for you. Morning. Like, she she got a man to mourn for her. Her husband. You got a wife over here. She thought it was a co worker. She didn't even know about the funeral until two days later. That's what I'm trying to figure out. How often, how much free time did this nigga have with this chick? Is she married too? That's why I'm like, how old do y'all niggas got the time? That's what they, that's what they I mean, I'm pretty sure it happened before. I just think communication is key. If you want some shit, be open and honest about that shit. Let people make the decision. Don't be out here robbing niggas of decisions. And it's true. Communication is key, but listening is too. You know what I'm saying? Like, it goes right. both ways. The only way to communicate, the person says something, that other person's listening, yeah. and that person understands. Okay. That's it, communication. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, okay. cool. Like, I understand I what you're like, saying. I'll see you later. Cool. You're like, oh, that nigga must see you tonight. No. Oh. What did I say? I said, I'll see you later. <laughs> cool. All right. At a future point in time, okay? People want to hear what they want to hear. That's okay. not communicating. You're hearing what you want to hear. Yes. Some people in their 40s ain't old enough to handle a relationship still. Being yeah. toxic and, and trashing people. It just keeps going around and around. But I mean, <laughs> you two have never been in a relationship. 
been at this for a long time. We see this lovely ring on this finger. So what is some long haul advice y'all would give to a couple that's just starting out? God prepare for her to challenge your mentality and your not necessarily your masculinity, but you're you're gonna take it that way. Don't take it that way. Be a little mm -hmm. humble, a little compassionate. It goes a long way. You might get better response when you try to help her along. I learned that as a man. Really do try to keep God in my relationship. It's gotten to the point now where if we have a disagreement, then he'll go to the Bible and he'll look up a topic like that we're talking about. This is how I feel about it. Is this how you feel? Like, or we'll start talking about it after things have calmed down. We can actually have a conversation. That's another thing, too. I was talking about respecting boundaries. People don't do that. When he's upset, I'm not in his face, chasing after him, fingers all in his face. There's no physical contact. I don't touch you, you don't touch me. If you think about it, how are those relationships going where you put your hands on someone and they put their hands on you? How is it going? You know, do you want to be in that relationship? There's a respect issue. Like, I'm not respecting him if I put my hands on him. He's not respecting me if he puts his hands on me. And it doesn't even have to be physically. It could even be verbally, too. That's just as painful. When we're upset, I'm not going to cut you down. Sometimes black men, men in general, they feel like you're coming at them, like you're trying to diminish them. Because that's maybe what their family did, or that may be what the neighborhood did, or women do sometimes, a bad relationship. We're a team. I'm not trying to tear you down. I'm here to build you up. And if you build me up, then I can help you. But if you tear me down, then how am I gonna, how am I gonna help you stay up? Mm -hmm. You know, like we gotta, we gotta do this together. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we're learning to make adjustments. Whether you're not with someone or you are, because I don't feel like you have to be with someone in order to respect yourself. Like in your case, you're a beautiful black woman. You're successful, like, they're, and I don't think you're picky. I think you have standards, and it's okay to have standards. At least you're <laughs> able to stick to them. A lot of the people that are in relationships lower their standards, or they're not, you know what I'm saying? Like, they do that it's just to really be with someone. It's really growth, though. It's really hard between having standards and compromising. There is a very delicate balance between what you're willing to let go of, what you're willing to hold on to, versus the return you can get on those exchanges. It's a very delicate balance. And honestly, relationships do take effort. That is another thing you actually have to put attention to. You gotta make time for a relationship. It's a constant pick and pull on that. It's not gonna be 50-50. I think being evenly yoked and unevenly yoked is like a big thing too. People think it's just religion, but it's also with your personalities, your goals. Like if you're trying to go one way and that person's not trying to support you or help you or motivate you or whatever, that's not even what they're doing, then it's not, it's opposite. For instance, I wanted to be with someone of the same religious background as me because I knew I wanted to raise my kids that way. Mm -hmm. Not saying that if I were with someone who wasn't, I just think it'd be a lot harder, it'd be a lot more difficult. Why do I want to go through that? You don't want the arguments. That's one thing. Not saying that because he's not. I mean, we are the same religion. Everything's perfect. No. No, but it's but we, but we can go to the Bible. If this man respects God, then he's going yeah. to respect me. Or he's going to do or make the necessary changes to show that he respects me. And I'll do the same thing. That but how many people are willing to sit down and actually do that?
The other thing is, this is a continuing trail of the father and the boy. Even with me, I'm trying to raise two boys. I'm the father of the boy. And I know I have the power within me to guide them, right? But it's just, it can be overwhelming if you look at it from yeah. a perspective, you know? That's another reason why we have to get stuff together. We work home, so we're with each other all day. So we have to be here together. That's cool in relationships. And you said early in the game, how do you respond when you're angry? Because some people need to take a moment to breathe and get themselves together. Other people are like, no, tell me now, spit it out now. Don't hold it in because it's just going to build up. Like, just say it. I'm one of those people that's also like, nah, like, let me, I'd rather walk away before I say some shit that is too fucking much. And I don't appreciate when people come and they just let everything out because I guess it's good and bad, but some real feelings be coming out. And some of these people be thinking some real fucked up shit. Wow. Like you let that come out your mouth. Do you know what you just said to me? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Do you know what you just fucking said? I think in anger is you may need to be some filter to it. You know, I, I've had people lay into him yet. The way I was raised to women that, you know, they would kind of double team on me in the family. So I had to have my guard up. I learned how to do that very deadly as far as when I got to school. They would either start a fight or it would shut the person down. I had to learn as I get older how to turn it into helpful advice, you know, instead of using my intellect as a sword, using yeah. it as something that I can help lead somebody. I don't like to argue. I'm going to say what I have to say, and if I get upset, I'm going to walk away. We just need to cool it out. And then once we're calm, I can think. Because I feel like when I'm upset, and it's even scientifically proven, you're not getting as much blood to your head when you're upset. You know what I'm saying? You really can't think the way you're supposed to. You know what I'm saying? So if you gotta just calm down. I need to take a few breaths. I didn't learn a lot in 32 years. I've done a lot. Probably a lot of 32 year olds. A lot of people in my position wouldn't have done. Yeah, you better live that life. Uh, you better have something to go for. I mean, some of it was horrible. I got into the areas where I shouldn't have been. You know? Dude, but the worst, was, like the stronger your testimony on yeah. that shit, though. If you don't live a life, you have nothing to show for, nothing to teach nobody. You never bled. What can you offer somebody? You know, yeah, no. you ain't never even pricked your finger. I can't imagine. I feel like not being able to taste is the worst side effect ever invented. Like, what type of evil piece of shit is that? These kids that are at home compared to the ones that are in daycare. That's what's really hard is like you're seeing a change in their their learning, their talking, and stuff like that. I have noticed that the ones that have been born during the pandemic, their babies are a little later than their other kids to walk or talking development when they're like a little bit behind because they're not getting that association. We were born during the lockdown. Like, he, the day he looked at another, you know, people right size. Like they... Why are you so short, niggas? <laughs> Why are your arms is long? These folks are hyper as fuck. I don't feel like it's malicious. It's literally just they like to move. I don't know. There are other classes where they might not get to move around. I'm like, you can move as long as you're not distracted. You're distracted, and that's when we got a problem. I mean, I'm not going to say what school, but I've heard some schools that gotten really bad. And these kids, they've been locked in. 
So now they're out there acting in straight ass. Okay. And people are too. They don't know how to act. You go to a restaurant. That's why I'm like, damn, I want to go out. But shit, am I going to get a drink thrown on me? Get shot? It's ridiculous. On the airplane, Southwest, that they're going to stop selling alcohol until January 2022. Because there's been too many cases. This is the most cases they've ever had of people being violent towards flight attendants. And my thing is, they're a flight attendant. Their job is to make sure you're good on an airplane in the sky. If something goes bad, we try to give you food, drinks, and make sure he follows. So I don't understand. Girl, I saw this one video. A lady fucking lit a cigarette on the plane. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. What is this? What are you doing? I need to smoke. I what? Do, what do I we want. need to take psychology exams before? Like, you have been inside too much. Like, oh, no. have too much freedom on the inside. Okay. And now they're like, I can do what I want on the inside, on the outside. Everybody see oh, my no. ass. Fuck the mask. <laughs> Fuck these rules. Oh, Fuck no. society. Okay, so masks. Let's talk about this. Oh, it's pissing me off. The mask. Oh. This, this mask. I was so mad when we got our pedicure. Everybody in there had their mask on. I'm sure there's people in there that were vaccinated. The lady next to me told me that she got paid to be vaccinated. But she had her mask on. And the only two people there that didn't have their mask. This is the thing with the whole masking and white people is they're not used to following rules. They're not used to people telling them what they can and can't do. Black people already, you know, we've already been oppressed. I mean, I saw a black lady on the airplane. had like... Was it crab legs? She had a whole silver tray of crab legs and lots of You can bring food. But apparently, you just can't bring liquids because you have a liquid bomb. Everyone's trying to bring liquid bomb. I'm like, it's water. I can drink. If I could drink it, I should be able to bring it. If I could drink it in front of you, you should let me bring it. It's a test. There isn't too much edible and flammable shit. Yeah. If you're making something you can eat and blow up, you are, a, yeah, great, you are a, a chemist and you're not gonna go blow yourself up. Either it way, the amount of liquid you're gonna carry in this little container yes. compared to whatever you gotta mix it with, come on. It's just spit poison. Okay, but it turns me into Spider-Man. This shit's crazy. You know they're trying to bring mammoths back. Mammoths? Yeah, yeah they're trying, trying to get a lot of animals back. Why are we doing mammoth hybrid? fucking ancient animals. What are you even going to do with this thing? Keep it in a zoo or... What ate mammoths back then? How many saber-tooth tigers? Now we're going to have an overpopulation of this... You don't know what kind of bacteria them old-ass creatures had. They had ancient bacteria. Aw, damn. Please that shit into the world. Is this the next fucking COVID-37? Fucking elephant strand. I'm like, we need another pandemic. I'm gonna say with all the separation we have going on, remember the scripture, love thy neighbor. We have too much negativity going on right now. It's way too much. And we can feel it in the society. Everybody walking around looking sad. I feel like I don't want to touch nobody emotionally sometimes because I'm like, ooh, where you at? It's just, we need some smiles back in the real world. 
I was just gonna say everybody be safe, whether you're vaccinated, unvaccinated, whatever. Don't make Don't it a mind. big deal. If you see a tree bearing bad fruit, are you gonna pick from it? No. Same thing with people. If you're receptive, people are more willing to talk to you, more willing to follow you, or more willing to listen to you. We're more receptive, being able to communicate. Things are so much easier. We just need to calm down. Just take a breath. We're all going through something. Everybody's going through something. Even if they have a smile on their face, that's fine. That's how they handle it. That's great. You need to have a smile on your face. But just take it easy. Take it easy. Take it easy. From that note, until next time. Love. <laughs> yeah. Blue, yellow, green, pink, white. I ain't about to judge, motherfucker, live life. I done got hot, cold like a million times. I could probably pop four at the same time. Whipping on the back road, I be getting distant. I be getting hot, cold, still be getting. Thinking my ambition through all my transgression. Tomato or tomato, man, I'm still playing. Yeah. My story not special Used to pop a yellow bus and I was on the metro Flexing, if you know, you know, you know the reference When you get to floating, you know no one is impressive My homie still struggle, my other homie love it And one of them, the product of a mother who a junkie The other one making seven figures doing nothing He gon' pull up on me, say Look, blue, yellow, green, pink, white I ain't about to judge, motherfucker, live life I done got hot, cold like a million times I could probably pop four at the same time I be saying anything, don't be thinking twice I probably traumatize every woman in my life I used to fantasize on some women that I met But I don't stick around when they easy to forget The people so stressed I'm geeking off too My skin is all black I think I need a blue My won't see me unless they see me on tour I said it's only fans That's when she even the score Oh, man We both know she bad We both know I ain't cuffing Oh, we both got a bag, we both addicted to something Some about clout, some is about money Some get high, but ain't about nothing Slipping the five fall, I'm kicking it by summer Then here come a pandemic, I'm joking, I'm back junkie Numbing, I feel nothing, living in my bubble Quarantining with demons, I'm living with my struggle This is dying on me, the president lied to me I got me a five on me, I'm a Yeah, blue, yellow, green, pink, white Never judge someone off a motherfucker Vice. I done got hot cold like a million times. I could probably pop forward and go online. A little bado, a little bit of jail. I told her it was sage, it was ganja for real. The pharmacy was raided, they ain't got it for real. The block jumping for real, man, my little. Turn it up. Boy, blue, yellow, ring, pink, white. I ain't by the judge, motherfucker, live life. I done got hot cold like a million times. I could probably pop four. Never mind, I'm out. It's every day life in America, man. I just keep an honest. Turn it up. Pay me out. <sighs> Pay me. Oh, this not the motherfucking percolator? <laughs>